What's up guys, we are back after a long, a very long hiatus. You might have been wondering, what have I been doing? Um, I've just been chilling, but one thing I have been working on is a little wrestling trivia game. Uh, so if you're an avid wrestling fan, and you like things where you can level up, check it out. It's uh, You can find it at wrestlingtrivia.app if you go there in a browser. Uh, I don't know why it's .app, because it's not actually an app. You just go to it in a browser. But it's a fun little game. There's a leaderboard and stuff. Um, check it out. So we got John Broughton back on the podcast. And we get into Olympic Trials, the Triller Fight Club stuff. There's a guest appearance from... His name starts with a J. His last name starts with an N. I'll leave uh, I'll leave you with that. But uh, let's get right into it. All right. What's up, guys? This is the Mad Awareness Podcast. We're back. We got John Broughton on the line. How we doing, John? Doing great, dog. How you been? Pretty good. So uh, the last time we talked was, I think it was like September, uh, with Tyler Berger. That was a pretty awesome podcast. But, um... At that time, you kind of recently moved to State College. So how has it been uh, getting to hang out with, like, all the Penn State Scrap Life guys? Uh, it's been awesome. So I um, I live with Nolf and uh, Helen um, Rulis now. And actually, I can hear her playing the harp right now downstairs. She plays um, the harp? Yeah, I don't know if you can hear any of it. Uh-uh. Uh, it's not picking up, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so... It's it's been awesome, man. I, I really I really like it. The um, kind of what we talked about last time, like wrestlers, we kind of think different. So it's been cool, kind of finding uh, a lot of people that you know think similarly to uh, the way I do. And um, yeah, they're just uh, they're fun to hang out with. Wow, Jason Nolf and Helen Morales. You don't find a lot of better wrestlers than them. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, they're good roommates too. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine. Wow, and she's playing the harp. That's crazy. Feel yeah, it's like nice house music. That's what I told her. It's like not like house music, like <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, like classy dinner party music. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of wrestlers are into just like random hobbies that you can yeah, just sure. find out about. But very nice. How do you like just like the area of State College? Uh, it's good. I like it a lot. The uh, um, the East Coast is different than the Midwest a little bit. It's not like East Coast, East Coast, you know. But mm-hmm. it's it's definitely. Um, a little different than Wisconsin. It's a little bit warmer, which is nice. nice. It's a little bit nicer earlier. Yeah. And um, yeah, I love the area. It's So it's central PA and we're like three hours from Pennsylvania and two hours or three hours from Philly and two hours from uh, Pittsburgh. But uh, the airport's like right by our house. So it's really okay. nice to like pop in and out um, that way. So I, yeah, I love living here. Dude, I've, I feel like I see you on flights like every other week. What is what has that been like? Um. Okay. So, when I started out, I watched a whole bunch of Casey Neistat, and um, you know, my dad traveled a lot for work too. Um, I had this weird goal, and like, <clears throat> I don't know why I had this as a goal, but like, my goal was like, I want to travel so much, I get tired of it, and I've achieved that goal. <laughs> I'm a little, nice. I'm a little burnt out, um, but it's been awesome. Like, I traveling is also like probably my favorite thing to do so i love going new places and doing new things and meeting new people so um it's been amazing and i'm, I'm really lucky that I've, i'm in this position to to do all those things but uh but yeah yesterday i was <laughs> i was at the airport from seven in the morning until nine at night so 
that guy. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun. I uh my brother, he's an airplane mechanic manager, and so I actually this year was the first year, but I get I think it's like 30 to $100 flights, so they're really cheap, but they're standby and I'm just scared. I haven't done one yet, partially just cuz of COVID and stuff, but I'm scared that like oh, if I if I miss a flight and I have to stay in an airport for like 24 hours, that's just doesn't sound like a fun time, but no, very it's rough. Had your fair share of that recently. <laughs> it's it's rough, but it, it the um as long as the the plane changes like the it doesn't cost too much. It's like eh, you go for it. You know, it's not not the worst thing in the world. Um Yesterday I was I was posted up and I was reading a, a book and actually it's right here um, called The Dip by uh, Seth Godin. He's like my favorite author. But um, yeah, I was just like kicking it, um, did, did a bit of work on my phone and my, my laptop and it was it's not bad, you know, can't complain. Yeah. Speaking of just like traveling, you have like five pretty sweet pictures behind you. What uh, Why don't you just read off like what countries those are from? Because those are pretty uh, crazy. So... That one's Brazil. That one's Hungary. Budapest, Hungary. That one is Turkey. That's Istanbul. Um, that's Kazakhstan, uh, Nur Sultan. And then that last one is Singapore. What was your favorite one? Um, oh, it's tough. They're all so great. Um, and then also, uh, I'd say Singapore. Okay. I'd say Singapore. Yeah, Singapore was pretty cool. Is that for like 1FC? Yeah, uh, it was for uh, Ben's U- last UFC fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, nice. So it was it was cool. He was the main event, and that whole trip was just crazy, like something out of a movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the my mom actually, my mom and I went to a camera store, and so we got this one printed out. This is going to be uh, Nice, France. So I'm really oh, excited nice. to hang that up because right now, like, my OCD is kicking in, and it's like. Why are there five and not six? You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> nice. So um, recently, I guess the two big things we're going to talk about is Olympic trials and the big fight, the Ben Askren, Jake Paul fight, and all those experiences that came along with it. But um, just in, starting with the Olympic trials, <clears throat> a lot of uh, great performances. Um by the Penn State guys, just because I know you spend a lot of time with those guys. But um, I guess the first thing I want to ask is, were you surprised by Nick Lee beating Zane on the backside? Uh, yeah, actually, I was. I would I would say like when he beat when he beat Yanni, I was like, dang, he's he's on a tear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he's just wrestling really really well. Um, it's, it's almost like, you know, any given, any given day, any, anyone can win that's wrestling. Right. Especially when you get to the high level of like it's styles, make, make matchups and that kind of thing. Plus their practice partners. Um, but, but I think it's also, it's, it's interesting, you know, like, uh, it's interesting. I think coming right off of winning folk style and he, Folkstyle nationals you know he maybe just didn't put any pressure on himself like i'm not supposed to be here or like not that i'm not supposed to be here but he's like i'm not definitely not the pick to yeah. make a team yeah. so um i'm just gonna go out and let it fly and you're really <clears> dangerous <throat> when you have that mindset yeah yeah that was definitely surprising for everyone i'm sure zane will be back maybe he'll go up a weight too i don't know that's maybe. what some people have been speculating but oh really well 
I actually like Ben Askren, so. Oh, really? That's I, what he's saying that. on FRL, so I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, who knows? But um, <laughs> another thing is, I heard uh, Real Woods was thinking about going to Penn State. Who? Real Woods from Stanford. Oh, maybe. Okay, I just wanted to see if you'd give us a little facial reaction that would give it oh, away or I, not. No, I honestly okay. haven't heard anything about it. Like, I'd I'd love to like show off my poker face, but I have literally no idea. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and then David Taylor uh, wins his bracket. Bo Nickel's in there. Just what are your thoughts, or what was like your reaction when you saw Bo Nickel slap Zahid's ass as he's beating him the last couple <laughs> of seconds? <laughs> Oh my goodness, dude! I I've never I've never yelled so loud in a match. <clears throat> like we're all watching that in uh, in the living room downstairs, and I was so hyped when he like neck whipped him. Yeah, because that shot was like deep. He got in on his leg, and then Bo was just like, nope, boom, and then just oh, dude! I I didn't even pay attention to that part because I was freaking screaming my lungs out. It was yeah, crazy. yeah, that was just that was crazy, and then. What are your thoughts like on the David Taylor Bo Nickel final? Um, hey, I mean that's uh, that's that's the way it went. The um, that I knew that matchup was going to be interesting because they're both you know super high level and they're both from the same obviously the same club. They train together a lot, so um, I haven't personally seen them go head to head, so I didn't have a whole bunch of information going in. Um, so I was I was really interested to see what happened, right? But um, but at at the same time, it was it was um, you 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 guys everyone else seeing it unfold. Uh, everyone else saw it unfold just as I saw it unfold, right? Like I didn't have any like preconceived um, notions yeah. of much of it. Did you like uh, see like just any tension or awkwardness between the two, like leading up to just like the trials or anything? No. Or, like what was that like? No, are not they really. friends? They're both they're both really professional. They're both you know gentlemen they're both great practice partners so like yeah i don't think that um i don't think there was any really i'm sure there was a little bit of tension you know under the surface but none none that anybody could see yeah yeah um and then i guess like thomas gilman he's the man he is the man dude i just every everything he says i think is hilarious and i love it (laughs) dude he is he is the man. Uh, I get coffee a lot with uh, Thomas. He's yeah. um, he's a character, and he's one of those people who's so <clears throat> like unapologetically like himself. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just like himself all all the time doesn't really like filter himself or shy down from saying what's. I love mind. that. And yeah, yeah dude, I, that's really that's really refreshing, um, and I, I really appreciate that. And uh, dude, he's so fun to hang out with. He's the man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I did think it was hilarious, like, the interview after where the dude was like, so you kind of came out of nowhere, no one saw you coming. And he's like, dude, I took silver in, like, Worlds a couple of years ago. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> and then, dude, I just love how, like, whenever he talks about Spencer Lee, he kind of says stuff that's, like, just, I don't know how to describe it. It's They're, like, sneaky little attacks at him, and they're hilarious. Yeah, they're so. pretty funny. They're pretty funny. He's like... uh you know, because everyone, everyone in Iowa and like the media, like I don't want to speculate this, over speculate this, but um, you know there were, there were two Hodge winners this year, right? I don't think Spencer got enough votes. 
I think yeah. I think uh, everybody voted for Gable, and I think that um, Win Magazine's an Iowa-based publication, and they're the ones that give the Hodge out. And I think they were like, "No, we can't not give the Hodge to Spencer." So um, I don't know. I think that there's a, there's definitely a huge bias uh, on everything that's like wrestling kind of exposes that, especially when you get to a higher level, like when you face competition, it's like no joke, right? We, not that his competition's a joke, I'm not saying that, right? But like when you get to the next level of competition that mm-hmm. matches your level, it, it's a different it's a different story, you know what I mean? And you have those people that like kind of will tear through a bracket and then when they get somebody who's kind of their level and they get in a close match, maybe they don't win, everyone's like shocked and it's like, well, um, no, that's just the way wrestling is. Yeah, yeah, and I heard like, I guess you vote like for a first, a second, and a third. And the first place votes were tied, but then they just like threw out. You'd think that they'd count like people's second place votes and stuff. They're yeah, just like, now nah, we'll just tie it up. So I don't think so. I don't think that there are a tied amount. Uh, if like that's just might be my speculation, but yeah. I think that it's it's yeah. Dude, I, I don't think so. Regardless, you can't have two winners. That's the bottom line. That's so stupid. Like <laughs> yeah. What if they gave out two Heisman trophies? What would everyone do? Everyone would be like, what, the, what, what is this? Dude, who knows? That would be hilarious, though. <laughs> but, um... Next thing you know, everyone gets a Heisman trophy for showing up and participating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. <laughs> but, uh... Next thing you know, little Jimmy playing soccer gets a Heisman trophy because... You know, you don't want his feelings to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. I'm over it at this point. It, it kind of pissed me off, though. It pissed you off? Pissed me yeah. off. Yeah. I think it's it pissed like, a lot of people if was, off. Even if it was Spencer, if, even if it was Spencer, I'd be like, okay, he's the hottest trophy winner. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. They're it's both not, good. It's, it's not, not even not... docking him. It's just the fact that there are two. I just yeah. don't. I just don't think that Spencer got enough votes, like, um, from the information that I heard about it, right? Um, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but then the last Penn State guy, Kyle Snyder, what are your thoughts on him and his performance? Kyle? Yeah, and the Jaden Cox thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, th- I think uh, I think he did great against everyone in the bracket. Um, I think he was definitely preparing for Cox, you know? And um, it's I, – I was – interested to see that matchup i was excited for it um i like kyle a lot he's a great dude and um i'm happy for him he's on the olympic team so uh as far as the Jaden situation man like <laughs> I, i've heard some stories where he didn't get quite the right the right information you know but mm-hmm. i don't know how you're that reliant on you know just one person telling you when weigh-ins are for the most important tournament of your life you know they're yeah. one of right because he's already been to the olympics i guess but yeah the olympic trials is not the time to figure out when weigh-ins are there it's like that that and be early and be <laughs> on weight when you're early like i was always i felt like when i wrestled i was like yeah i'm gonna be on weight and be half a pound under when we're like 15 minutes 30 minutes away from weigh-ins right I actually want to show up to the building on weight pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, that doesn't really under, I don't really understand that. And now they're going through all the appeals, but it's, it's, it's too late. What are you going to do at this point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely Boys, we're going to re-wrestle the entire Olympic trials, all the weights. It's the only way. 
Oh, yeah, no, you, you can't do it. Yeah, you can't do it. So I think it's it's frustrating as um, you know, as a wrestling fan, you want to see the best compete against each other. Um, so maybe we'll see it at a tournament or something this summer, but um, I I don't see it. One thing that some people said was like, what if um, I don't know the next guy was like Kevin Gadsden. Kevin Gadsden's good, but he's not Kyle Snyder level. Mm-hmm. Like then would they just let him in? You know. It's oh, you mean yeah, it, yeah, like yeah, if Cal Snyder it. wasn't there, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Cal um, Snyder, he's pretty damn yeah, you good can't, himself. You can't make uh, you can't make exceptions. It's like it's all about like what what uh, what role or you know identity are we going to play as like as USA Wrestling? And um, you know, I think that not letting him back in is the right move. Um, and there's no guarantee, you know, like Jaden wins or Kyle wins, right? Like mm-hmm. that's a that's a match that everybody wants to see. Like, that's probably going to be a close match, because um, both of those guys wrestle really, really high level guys, pretty close as it is. So no matter what, it's going to be close and it's going to be exciting. Um, but then there's also the comments of like, hey, do you think Russia would, you know, not let them wrestle off, right? If they're clearly the two best guys, it's like, yeah. okay, we're not Russia. You know what I mean? That's true. We're not sketchy. We're we're not Russia. sketchy. And, and, and the other thing is, like, we have a fair process, right? We have a fair process through all points of the event to, to see who the best guy is. We even have two out of three, right? Whereas in Russia, it's the coach's pick. Like, they take them to a whole bunch of tournaments, but if they like one guy's style over another guy's style, but in the head-to-head, you know, the, the guy that they like better lost, but they like him better, they're going to put him in. Um, so that's kind of how Rush, Russia does things, and I think it's better that we don't do things that way. Um, I think that's definitely not the w- right way to do things. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, just a lot of, like, random little controversial things that have happened recently. It's kind of fun to talk about that stuff. <laughs> but, um, uh, oh, and then the last thing was just um, RBY winning a national title. Dude. Yeah, that was slick. Dude, Roman he posts is... sick videos. He does. He does. I met his uh, his video guy. He does oh really? Work. Yeah, 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 for sure. Nice. And um, and Roman does a good job of branding himself too. Like um, his social media is is uh, really on point and really professional. So it's it's cool to see, it's cool to see him kind of like coming into his own like as an upperclassman now a national champ. Like it's it's pretty cool. And now he's yeah. branding himself and he's looking at like the next level, like what he wants to do next um, as far as maybe either wrestling you know, for the Olympic team or, um, and trying to make the world team or going right into fighting. It's, uh, it's cool. It's cool to see. Do you spend, so like you obviously work for scrap life. Um, so you spend a lot of time with like probably more like the RTC athletes. Um, do you spend a lot of time with just like the college guys though? Um, so the NLWC is like one of my clients, right? Um, so beyond scrap life, I'm with the NLWC. And so sometimes there's overlap with like some of the events, like the Rockfin events or college guys wrestling and stuff like that. Um, and then every time I go to practice, they, they're the same practices, you know? Okay. So they're just expanded to have more guys in there, um, for the club. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm around those guys a fair, a fair bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and then the two freshmen winning at 74 and 84, that's just crazy, and Nick Lee wins 4 for 4. Four They're for just, four. just taking away Iowa's, uh, I don't know, 
whatever it's Iowa had, they, they, they took still, it away. Iowa still pulled it off, yeah. even with Penn State going for four for four in the finals. That's yeah. insane to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you take away some calls that Iowa definitely got. Um, there. Any in particular? I think it was the Warner match. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, against uh, the NC State dude. What's his yeah. name? Nick something. Nick Renan. So you take you take that away, right? And it's like it's like the Penn State could be national champs right now, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, and the Ironman Chad Redpin. That was a little sketchy. Yeah, a it little? was just really quick, <laughs> like ridiculously yeah, dude, quick. There's, there was a lot of space under there. I don't I don't understand. Um, one thing I have noticed, um, I'm not going to critique Iowa here. I'm going to critique the refs. Um, one thing I've noticed in a lot of tournaments is that Iowa gets treated much differently than everyone else. And part of it's that Brands is a bit of a psycho. Dude, they you know? yell. You can always hear it. Oh, my God. Have you seen a video where they're like, <laughs> you don't like tough wrestling. Yeah. Y'all love politicians, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's like <laughs> – Oh man, dude! I watch that video like once a week. It is so funny. It, you guys love politicians. You don't like top wrestling. Um, it makes it entertaining, though. It makes it entertaining. Um, but but I definitely think that you know Iowa kind of gets. I I would say preferential treatment when it comes to the refs. Plus, like fifty percent of the, a lot of people at tournaments are Iowa fans or more, uh, are Iowa fans, and so it just. They've always got the biggest crowd. They're always putting a bunch of pressure on the refs. They're always talking shit. It's like, it's just, a, it's a lot. And as Whitewater, you know, wrestling, I know that we did the same thing. You know, like we would talk shit. Dude, <laughs> no, your uh, student section, like, like, no, the wrestlers that weren't on varsity during the duels, that was just some of the most annoying It was shit literally like Dishler and everyone Dishler could get. To yeah. <laughs> it was funny, but I was just like, all right. Chill yeah and i think there were batches that literally like it wasn't even so much the ref it was like we got in the other wrestler's head you know like that's two that's two and so he'll like belly out and give up the two and then the ref will be like all right two like <laughs> now it's two yeah um, yeah dude that stuff works is as much as it's like i don't i don't really like it i don't really buy into it and i usually don't yell that kind of stuff um it does it freaking it works on um inexperienced refs and um sometimes other wrestlers dude just because we were talking about whitewater the craziest whitewater match i ever saw was uh, at regionals last year or i guess two years ago i don't know what you call it but when you're like 165 pounder beat jesky do you know what match i'm talking about uh was... yeah rider and yeah, then he yeah, flexed yeah. in his face that was insane yeah, that dude, awesome. that's like my favorite memory. Yeah, <laughs> oh that was one of the most fun matches to watch. Like, well, dude, of the tournament. also because like I, I was so hyped. Like, Ryder's my guy, obviously, right? But he's also that year my my practice partner, and so watching him do that, I was just like, hell yeah, that that felt so good. And um, and also just the way that match went, like, he he Ryder worked so hard, and seeing it it all pay off for him like that, like especially because he didn't get nationals, right? Like a week later, um. What's up? Who's this? How are we doing, Jason Nolf? A pleasure. I you were you were on Facetime when the last time we were lifting weights. No, this is this is him. That's not you. I don't think so. You look like my buddy Ron. Nice, appreciate the flex. 
<laughs> is the video audio quality good? That's pretty good. That's nice. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. You want to hop in and say hi? You want to pull up a seat? You got a question for me? Yeah, you yeah, can yeah, come up with some questions. Alright, what's your question? Um, I guess so John and I, I in question. September. Okay, you got a question? Right, no, I'm just kidding, good. Alright, so I mean feel free to jump in. Okay, I'll question. Do you have any AAA batteries? Um I actually do in my toolbox. Right, I'm, gonna need, I'm gonna need some of those. You I can bring some over. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, what's your question? So we out this is an honest question. Um we interviewed Tyler Berger. And I was just curious on your thoughts on him. My thoughts on Tyler Berger? I think he's a, he seems like a, you know, obviously a really good wrestler and a really good athlete in general. I feel like he's a pretty athletic person. He's fast and quick and uh, he's always competed hard and he believes that he's going to win. Um, you know, he tweeted that stuff a while ago, but I think that was part of him just like believing that he was going to win. And, you know, I don't really, it doesn't bother me. I don't, I'm not going to go trash talk, but like when other people trash talk me, I'm just going to like, let it be. And, you know, that's what they think they need to do to, you know, win and do it. I think whatever, believe, whatever you believe is going to help you win is going to help you win just because you believe it, whether physically it works or not. Um, doesn't affect me if someone trash talks me though, if that was like his plan then it didn't work, but if it was just for him, then that's good. Respect. Hell of an answer. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the guest appearance. <laughs> I gotta post yeah. this clip now. <laughs> Cancelled. That's funny. It's over. I you do want to throw a chocolate almond if you got available. You really don't have any triple A batteries though. No. YouTube's gonna demonetize the video now. Thanks a lot. You're gonna what? Demonetize the video because you're doing a titty dance oh, on, really? our, on our podcast. Back. So unprofessional. Do you see what I live with? <laughs> this is great. This is good entertainment. You really not have triple batteries. You're not AJ Ferrari. Don't try to be. I don't want to be. Can we get an AJ Ferrari flex? Just one. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Can I play with it? Sure. All right, get out of here. We're on a podcast. We're doing professional things. All right. <laughs> I told him it was a wrestling podcast, and he could pop in if he wanted to. I, I love it. I'm uh, not editing any of that out. So oh, good. there you go. Good. Keep it alive. So, uh, hey, if you're listening to the audio, Jason Alt just walked in, was looking for some AAA batteries, answered a question, <laughs> did some flexes, flex the, uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Um, but, uh, dude, let's just, now we can get into the good stuff, the Triller Fight Club. Uh, just take us, like, through that whole journey, like, when you found out Ben was doing it. And what your role was with all that stuff. I remember when I first found out. I think I was on a walk with with my mom. It was pretty soon after the Nate Robinson fight. Not that I found out 100%. But I, that, that it was like a possibility that it could happen. And so when it first popped up, I was like, I was like, oh my God, this is like the weirdest thing. Like... Ben might fight Jake Paul. This is like something out of out of a movie. Like I could not have dreamed. <laughs> I could not have dreamt this up. This is the weirdest thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The whole process was insane. 
Um, <laughs> none of it quite made sense to me um, because like, it made sense to me like thinking about it now, but like in the moment it'd be like, we're doing this now? Like, wait, what? Um, basically, Triller, this is their first event ever. So they took credit for like the Mike Tyson, um, Roy Jones Jr. fight, but that was actually another promotion doing that. Oh, so this is their first real, like, real run. So there were a lot of things like with the promotion that were just different than the UFC. You know, like the times we worked with the UFC, it's like been seamless and like really well organized and stuff like that. And then on this hand, it was like there's like three people who know what's going on, and everyone else is kind of running around like chickens with their head cut off. Oh, um, so as soon as we figured out who the three people are, then everything was fine. Um, but then you get to the event, and it's like okay. Snoop Dogg is like they've got Snoop Cam where he's just like smoking and drinking on on <laughs> on the pay per view, and then there are all these concerts. And I'm like, what is going on? This is the most random <laughs> random assortment of things going on. And then there's a Justin Bieber concert, and oh yeah, we're gonna have a boxing fight now. I just start to finish, I was like, this is this is crazy. Um, so insane event. Um, saw a lot of uh, celebrities celebrities like you wouldn't even like think like would be there like you know who dude with the sign is yeah yeah like you're like i know who that is but <laughs> i guess you're famous <laughs> like yeah. i don't know come on in um so yeah he's got like 15 million followers or something on instagram that's like, crazy massively famous and he's just got the like, <clears throat> cardboard signs like ready <laughs> like, yeah. this, is, this is hysterical um, so there's a whole bunch of those little moments where you're like, wow, this is hilarious. And I, don't, I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, I met Snoop Dogg. Uh, that was interesting. Um, dude, start to finish, just wild ride. What was it like, like meeting famous people such as Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Considering what to say and what not to say. Yeah, I heard um, Ben... Like his take on FRL, just saying he wasn't a huge fan. He was kind <laughs> of a douche. To be honest, I'm a big fan of his music, but um, I don't know. He, he just kind of came off. Of, uh, he wasn't very, very polite to another person we were working with. He would find me, right? But it's just kind of like when so, when you see someone treat someone else badly, it's just kind of like off-putting. You're just kind of like, I don't, I, don't, I don't really like the way that went yeah. down. Um, and then all of the event, like I've got nothing against smoking weed. Right. But there's just so much of like the, let's play up. Like weed is so cool and everyone smoke weed. And then Oscar De La Hoya is like coked out, you know, on the broadcast. It was just a whole lot of like, what are we doing? And, yeah. and, and how are we promoting this right now? I mean, that being said, I've got some contacts at Triller, and I would not mind working another event. <laughs> it was so entertaining. Yeah. I loved every second of it. Yeah. It was just like a whole lot to process because, again, coming from the UFC where everything's run like a very profitable business and everything's like very, you know, by the book and like you can say these things, you can't say these things. Whereas this one, it's like fucking post everything and, and just – do like all crazy content stuff that's just gonna generate generate attention right um mm -hmm. it was it was insane yeah and i love i love stuff that will just say you know we're gonna try new stuff and maybe they went a little far with it but <laughs> i mean everyone was watching and it was definitely one of the most unique things ever right. um 
you, you can't be better be different true uh i guess like so you did a bunch of cool stuff before the fight um like the weeks leading up to it with ben uh i know like you went to logan paul's like house or whatever in la i think and a couple other things like that um mm -hmm. what was like the cool stuff you did you got to do for that uh so i would say the coolest thing probably in the lead up was meeting freddie roach so he's like i'd say the greatest boxing coach of all time uh if not one of right and uh and he's so cool dude oh my goodness i want to like as an old guy i want to be like freddie roach he was like uh he's he loves what he does and he's also just freaking hilarious um <laughs> again i don't know how much of this i should say basically he was he was saying the paul brothers weren't the toughest people <laughs> it's like do they train with him or something yeah apparently they came into wild card and um and freddie wasn't a huge fan oh. so um uh so he was just kind of ripping on them which was hilarious and then he's just like i don't know free old guy just like saying what's on his mind he's just he's just the man so um Dude, meeting him was, was like, he's a legend. It was really, really cool. And then um, uh, being being on the outside of, like, the Impulsive Podcast, and, like, um, that was pretty cool. Uh, it, it's weird. I had this thought. So as a video guy, I looked at, like, all the best YouTubers, all the best video people, right? And I was like, like, okay. When I first started this journey, I was like, okay, how do I be like these guys, the most popular YouTubers, right? And I looked at, like, Casey Neistat. He was like... My freaking idol right i want to be more like casey i want to make videos like casey i want to live like casey right mm -hmm. um but then i also looked at like logan paul right and it's interesting that it i i had the thought of like okay so do i replicate what logan does do i vlog like that do i bring the energy and i'm like in front of a camera and i'm basically an actor with you know with a camera on me right um but i vlog my day do i do that and that didn't end up be being what I, I did, I made cinematic movie, uh, like highlight videos, right? That was my thing. Mm -hmm. And that's launched me into my career. But it was cool to see like walking into his studio and being like, oh, I kind of got here like by doing my own thing. You know what I mean? Like our paths kind of crossed. He was doing his thing. I was doing my thing. And it's like, oh, that was a very cool moment for me because you see these guys on TV and on YouTube and you're like, wow, they're you know so different and then you meet him in person you're like it's just a regular dude who did his thing and is doing it to the best of his ability so um so that was that was a cool moment logan's a a, a pretty cool guy i mean he's not going to beat floyd mayweather he's he's on drugs if he thinks he's gonna beat floyd mayweather yeah um but but yeah that, that was cool and then the other guys on the podcast george jenko is so freaking funny oh my yeah. god yeah um he's like yeah, he's hysterical. He had us laughing the whole time, and um, and dude, it was it was just a cool experience. That whole LA trip was was insane. Yeah, I uh, so like I listened to the one with Ben, and then I uh, started listening to a couple of the other ones. I don't know if I want to admit that publicly because some of us no, they kind do of a really good job with the production of their podcast. Yeah, it like keeps you engaged. I like it because they interview a lot of people that like. I'm not old, but like that the kids know these days and that are like famous <laughs> that I don't know who they are. And yeah. you get to know like if they're full of shit or if they're cool. And most of the people are cool. And yeah. that George dude is pretty funny. Very personable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's hilarious. So. He was like, 
He's like, I like you, Ben. You're a good guy. I'm going to follow you on Instagram. He was like, you wanted, they all wanted to play disc golf with us the next day, which is hilarious. And then, um, and so Ben on the podcast was like, said, you know, I'm, I'm a, I have genius level IQ, which he hundred percent does. Right. Um, but afterwards he's like, he's like, see, he's like, he's going to get to the car. He's going to buckle his seatbelt and he's going to be like, see, you make them your friends. <laughs> just little part yeah. broke me. I was like, damn, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, though, they're all, they're all, they're entertainers, right? Like I really, I don't, I don't like Jake. I didn't like Jake before, but the, the rest of them, like Logan and, and George, they're, they're pretty cool. Yeah, I don't think Ben Askren could have came off any better going into it, like an environment that's probably a little bit hostile, you know, whether it's like underlying it's or not. All, it's, it's all slanted towards him. It's the yeah, Jake yeah. It's yeah. the Jake show. It's, it's all like he's the cash cow and they just want to like absolutely milk that everyone hates him. So, okay, then the last thing I wanted to get your thoughts on were, what are your thoughts on Jake Paul? And just like how this all went, do you respect that he supposedly got all these views, uh, millions of buys and stuff? Um, he's a good marketer. Um, he's really good at getting everyone to hate him. Um, I think Colby Cummington tries to get everyone to hate him, and he almost like does such a bad job of it. I end up kind of almost liking Colby by him just being so cringy and just I don't know. He's just it's like a car crash. Um, I'm quoting Bo on that one, but it is. Um, and it's like Jake, on the other hand, is just like he's. I don't know if he if he's that hateable or if he plays up being hateable, right? Like I, I don't know which one it is, um, but I I absolutely hate him. So, and he's good at it. And I almost don't want to give him that emotional response. Like I almost don't want to. I just want to be indifferent about him. But then he's always doing stuff that just like makes me hate him more. And I'm like, ah. Oh, we really have to deal with this this sucks this is terrible yeah yeah so um yeah uh not not positive things to say about jake (laughs) yeah yeah that's it's interesting i like listen to some other uh interviews with him like with his friends and just like people that like him to try and see like the good side of him because i didn't really know anything about him before all this stuff went down you lucky um, bastard (laughs) He's, uh, I don't know, in some interviews he was okay, but in a lot of them he just kind of came off as just kind of a douche, so. Yeah, total douche. Yeah, but it'll be interesting uh, to see who he fights next, and I'm for sure going to tune in, so he's got that on me. I hope he fights Tyron. Oh, I don't think he'll do that, but I maybe. don't think, like, if he was if he was smart, he wouldn't. But, um, yeah, no, uh, Tyron wants that fight because, dude, they were being, uh, so me and Tyron. I, went, yeah. I to watch that. him get his hand wraps, right? Because, you know, in boxing, you get to watch the other guy get his hand wraps so he doesn't have a metal plate or whatever in there. Um, anyway, so we're in there, and they just, like, will not stop talking shit. And it's so annoying. And it's like, it didn't get under Tyron's skin, but I was just sitting there like, oh, I'm so, like, this sucks. They're so annoying. Um, and they just, like, they think that they're so... I mean, hey, they've got a bunch of followers. I get it, right? But like, they think they're like so important. It it drives me crazy. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's almost like that. That kind of what we were talking about before. Like, it doesn't really matter 
what position you're in, like, don't treat other people badly, right? Like, don't don't think, oh, I'm so above everyone. I can just treat everyone like the the way I want, right? And just like however I want. Um, I think that'll come back to bite him in the ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, who knows who he's gonna fight? But also, I saw the the Tyrone. Tyron was uh, on Instagram Live. I think it was like the day before the fight in the locker room with all you guys. So I saw you in there. But it, that okay. dude is hilarious. Tyron? Yeah. Dude, he's so funny. He's got a, a TV show coming out that's uh, going to be like mostly a comedy. Like just him? Yeah. Well, he's going to like have other people on and like they're going to do like stuff and it's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, Tyron and I might actually work together this summer. Um, we, we've been kind of texting back and forth about some projects, so that would be, that'd be cool. It'd be fun to work with him. Dang. So overall, overall thoughts on the trailer fight as we wrap that up. Um, I got a contact at trailer. I'm kind of like trying to work with them, uh, because I want to film more crazy exotic stuff. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. But if Jake's fighting, I'll probably pass on that one. Come on. You'll watch it somehow. Dude, what if he gets his ass kicked? You don't want to miss that. Yeah. If he fights somebody, that will actually kick his ass. Yeah, then I'll watch. Then I'll fight. All right, yeah. then I'll fight. Then, then I'll film. That'll Granted, I thought Ben Askren. I was like trying to figure out how to illegally bet in Wisconsin because I was going to pull up my life savings on Ben. But I didn't know that that as much as I hate to say it, I didn't know Jake was that good at boxing. Um. Ben hit him with a, a good punch early on. But um yeah, Ben uh Jake's pretty pretty solid at boxing for you know, for would hey, he beat like a high level boxer? No. Would he beat a high level MMA striker? Absolutely not. But um Ben has never been known for striking and that one that one punch, like when someone throws an overhand right in MMA bends on your legs before you can even step into it. You know what I mean? It's almost like he baits you to, to throw that punch. So his habit of not keeping his guard tight was um, was the thing that, that kind of let that punch slide in there. So sucks, but is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, those are all the questions I got for you. You said you had something else you might want to bring up. Oh, uh, no, I just in for a good summer, traveling a whole lot. It's going to be fun. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to the Olympics, unfortunately. But um, I think, I think, I think, uh, at the end of this month, I'm going to Guatemala for the Pan Am Games, so that'll be fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm sure that will be a fun trip in Guatemala. For sure, dude. We'll have to do another podcast. Sounds good.